Blog Talk Radio. Chris, Bob, Z, 
Z, we got a uh, – yeah, Chris was talking about uh, this afternoon, we was talking about uh, uh, the uh, young fighter out of Philadelphia. His name is Garcia, who seems to be uh, getting taking people to, to task. Do you think uh, – what do you think? Uh, well, if he's talking about Ryan Garcia, he right now uh, yeah. he's the new hot he's the new hot prospect. Um, mm-hmm. He looks good. He looks good. But we're gonna have. I mean, as all prospects, we have to see him against uh, competition. And um, two things: uh, level of competition means a lot. <laughs> I mean, people think that uh, you might blow this guy out of the water, but you, I mean, when you start beating guys. I mean, to start beating top-level guys on a consistent basis, then then you're the truth. That's um, like what Lomachenko's doing. So right now, Ryan Garcia is trying to establish himself as one of the major players, and he is, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, what do you think, uh, uh, Chris? Well, now I was talking about Danny Garcia this afternoon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw a rerun of a. He fought this Russian. He gave that guy a boxing lesson so bad, it was a left-hander. And uh, every time the guy would go back to the corner, the corner man would tell him what to do. And I'm thinking, he's playing right into Garcia's hands. And it was, it was 12-0, 11 and one, and 11 and one, like that. But he fought maybe the most masterful. Uh, uh, Twelve rounds I ever fought, so I fought against the left-hander. He 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 threw right hooks at the guy. He didn't try to throw straight right hands. He kept his left foot outside the other guy's, yep. you know, lead foot, and just hooked. Threw hooks in there, never missed. Threw it was like a half uppercut, half hook, and bombed that guy all night long with the same punch. Bam! And then he threw an overhand right. I mean, it was it was just beautiful. The guy would go back to the corner, and he'd tell that poor guy what to do, and he'd go out and he'd get beat worse. So <laughs> I just got a kick out of him because I think he's ready for Pacquiao because he's got the exact style to beat Pacquiao. He knows how to handle Pacquiao because Pacquiao jabs twice. He tries to jab it his way in, and Garcia will stop him dead in his tracks with that right hook. Because he's taller, got more longer longer arms and so forth. Then he hits hard, pretty hard hitter. Mm-hmm. Plus he got his iron chin, Jesus. So I, that's what I was talking about. I didn't see the other guy, Ryan. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I imagine if he's a hot prospect in Philly, he's he's probably uh, as good as they say he is. They don't mm-hmm. get too excited too often in Philadelphia. No. You know. no. See, what do you think of that? One? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You talking about Danny Garcia? Um, I don't want to say school is out on him, um, but he, like Danny is the kind of guy that uh, if you come at Danny, he, he's gonna he's gonna chop you up. Danny is a very he's a he's a very astute counterpuncher, um, and when Dan, if you're gonna either be still or come at Danny, then he he's he's gonna do well for the most part. Um, Danny has problems with guys that use their feet. Um, when he fought Sean Porter, Sean Porter switched up his style to where you know he didn't come straight at Danny Garcia. He, he's not a fool. He used his feet and his speed uh, when he, when he uh, for the most part against Danny. Um, Keith Thurman beat Danny because uh, he first got his respect, and then basically uh, he used his feet. He outboxed Danny from the outside from range. Um, Danny's a guy to where. I thought I thought he lost to Lamont Peterson. Too. Uh, yeah, thought he lost to Lamont Peterson too. Um, Lamont did kind of uh, in the beginning of the fight. He took it to the outside. Um, then basically from the middle on, he he kind of took it to Danny. Um, I think Danny against Pacquiao that would be. It, it really depends um, what Pacquiao has left. Just because Danny, if Danny could time Pacquiao coming in, which he's very capable of doing, then he could be Pacquiao. He could, he could, he could catch Pacquiao, could hurt him, he could knock him out. Um, the thing with Danny, though, is Pacquiao uses his feet. Pacquiao is in and out. And I'm not sure if Danny's going to be able to keep, you know, catch up to him all fight long. Okay. 
Um, you know, as long as we're talking uh, Pacquiao, um, I know Keith Thurman uh, had told me a couple of weeks ago that you know he's getting all these, uh, he's seeing all this, uh, his name in all these rags about this one wants him, that one wants me, this one wants me. He said, uh, you know, the most important thing is here, nobody sends a contract. They just want to run their mouth. He said, I just want to get back in there and beat the hell out of somebody. Um, so. I guess that's that's uh, got to be coming up in, a, in the very near future because I see uh, a few uh, a few people getting close to uh, trying to get a, a fight with him. Uh, Dan, of course, is is ready for him. He's got him he's got him in better shape than he was uh, uh, a couple uh, his last fight. But uh, I asked him about uh, his hands, and you know, because uh, he seemed to have, he broke his hand the last time. And, uh, and he said yeah. that uh, they would be they would be using a little extra uh, co- uh, cotton uh, to make sure that that doesn't because uh, yeah, he hits so hard. Uh, that, you know, when you hit somebody's face like that, as hard as it does, at that hand you hear that can't that break. You know, that's tough. But then mm-hmm. to go to hold the rest of the, the fight with it, uh, that uh, that is really tough. But, uh, um, well, we got. Uh, the uh, tonight, uh, um, who was it? Uh, Virgil Ortiz uh, and uh, who the hell has he got tonight? Yeah, Robert Garcia was supposed to be the corner man tonight for uh, Virgil Ortiz, but uh, uh, he's backed out because. Uh, he got tested positive for uh, COVID-19, so I don't know who's going to be in that. Uh, who, who's fighting tonight? Uh, let's see. You know, I'm, sure, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I've, I've kind of been offline, hands-on, busy this week. I'm sorry about that. Oh, money, man. Hear that, everybody. But the man's out there making lots of money. No, no, not a lot. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, shoot, but uh, yeah. Um, then we got the the announcement uh, on the Monday that uh, Mike Tyson will now uh, face uh, Roy Jones Jr. September nineteenth. There's a clause in there. That, uh, I'm not sure. Z, do you want to talk about that fight? <laughs> Well, I've heard rumblings about it, and apparently it's supposed to be, I guess, an exhibition. Um, Roy, Roy's quite a bit younger than Mike. Uh, Roy also fought lighter than Mike. They're going to fight a heavyweight, I would imagine. Mike cannot come down. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, Mike cannot come down. Roy, um, Roy's going to have the speed advantage. He's going to have the lung advantage. Here's the problem. And here's where the problem always would have laid if Roy fought Mike. If Roy lasts over three rounds, he's good. He's good. Uh, I don't know if Roy can last three rounds. Tyson, I mean, it's a different it's a different level of hitting from heavyweight to light heavyweight. If Tyson catches a part of Roy Jones, the fight over. A part of him. I mean, if he, if he grazes his skull, that's it for Roy. I mean, Rui, I mean, as good as he is, he wasn't known for iron chin. I mean, he was known for not getting it hit. Um, mm-hmm. If say, Tyson gets a part of him, the fight's over. Mm-hmm. Bob, you want to add in anything to that? It could be a ricochet. Like, it can hit Mike himself <laughs> first and then bounce off <laughs> and still hit for Jones Jr. <laughs> okay, it ricochet. I, I agree with, with, with everything he said because like Tyson's got too much uh, riding on this. Like he wants to do his little comeback. I don't see how he got Roy Jones. To, it's got to be a money thing. Like, hey, you agree to this? Or I'm going there and try to tear your hair off because that's all he's coming in there to do. He's trying in there to try to tear somebody's head off. Roy just needs to stay away. You know what I mean? And pepper him. Pepper him. I was showing some guys the other day, it's like, you know, you guys were talking earlier, uh, you know, even Dr. Chris said, you know, people don't understand that, you know, even at a pro level, some people don't understand the, 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 the left foot, right foot matchup on a southpaw. 
mm-hmm. you know what I mean, just being a little to the outside of that toe. You, you know what I mean? They, 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 they don't get that. And, and, and until you point that out to people, um, like a lot of people don't even watch footwork in boxing. They, they, mm. they, they think it's all hands, you know, and, and everything comes down to the footwork. I mean, you know, to hear you guys talk that the tacticians and, you know, you know, perfect breakdowns of the fight, like no one else sees people's feet like that. And that's, that's what's, that's what's phenomenal is, is people need to be paying attention to that, to that footwork, how, how Tyson could never break his stance, but he kind of hop in there. He'd hop in there, but he always had, he maintained that, that distance between his feet for the power and the, and the twist and the, coming from the core, you, you know, um, you know, my, my last week, last week was with Walter Reed and going over that with stuff. And, you know, and it's just funny seeing those people's eyes light up and going, wow, I didn't realize there was so much to this. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's not just a couple of thug heads just knocking each other's skulls in. There's actually some thought to it. Mm-hmm. But Tyson come in there and he'll, you know, Roy, Roy's good. I love Roy. He's his own person. But a Roy Jones Jr. and Tyson mashup, everyone's going to go Tyson. They want to see that knockout. That's not good for Roy. Great. Uh, a story uh, a long a, a while ago when Roy Jones was uh, coming up and, and waited a bit, and they were talking about him going moving to heavyweight. They were talk- and Tyson was older, you know, kind of on his way out. They were having rumblings about Roy fighting Tyson and. Uh, they asked Roy, did he, you know, would he mind fighting Tyson? And Roy, you know, he's, he's very, he's very well spoken. He's like, yeah, sure, you know, I have no problem. with money's like, you know, I have no problem fighting Mike. You know, they they went back and told Mike, you know, what do you think? You know, Roy Jones said, he, you know, he wouldn't mind fighting. And Mike Tyson said, okay, well, when I see Roy, we'll fight. <laughs> Roy Jones, <laughs> Roy Jones quickly backed off of his comment about fighting Tyson. Right. Yeah, I think I would too. Uh, yeah, that's I mean, he's a different mentality, Kyle. <laughs> Chris, you got anything on the on the Tyson versus Jones? Yeah, I'm I'm sitting here thinking, how in the hell is Jones going to handle Mike when he goes in there, moves to his left, comes back over the top with that hook? It's a powerful move, a very fast move. He moves Mike, Mike Tyson always moved to his left better than anybody and came back with that hook. He knocked more guys out with that damn step, that short step. Mm-hmm. I don't see um I don't see um uh I don't see him getting out of Tyson's way. If Mike's got mm-hmm. anything left. But does Roy have anything left? Exactly. Who the hell's got the, the most left? I mean, boy that's a that's a how do you figure? How do you figure? What what the hell's Mike got left? What the hell's Roy got left? I don't know. I, I think that Roy depended on speed, and and uh, more than more than Mike depended on speed. And I think that speed goes first uh, when you're getting older, and uh, that timing. And I think that I'd have to give Tyson the edge on that because uh, he's not going to be an old. You know he's not going to be an old old fifty three. I think he'll move a little faster. How long he can do it, I don't know. You know, and how long Roy, Roy, Roy don't like to get hit. You know, uh-huh. Roy, Roy, uh, he likes to handpick his uh, uh, opponents out of the, you know, the police lineup. You know what I mean? He yeah. he, ne- <laughs> he never did look for <laughs> tough opponents. Uh, he made a career out of fighting guys that were come out of nowhere. Uh, this is a real thing for him now, uh, you know. And he's and uh, Christ uh, Tyson will actually have the height advantage on him, which he doesn't mm-hmm. usually have on anybody. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, Mike can close the gap faster than any man alive. You know, when he wants to move in, take that little short step left and come back with that lightning. Uh, you know, short. You don't lose that. That's the last mm-hmm. thing you lose. That little short left hook. You you can hit hard up into your seventies with that short left hook because it's a it's a a twisted turn of the body, it's a shift of weight, and uh, uh, you, you don't lose that you know that much. And again, somebody slow who slows down, like uh, Roy's going to come in there slow. Uh, he's not going to be fast as he always was. 
I think Tyson will nail him and knock him the hell out. I don't, I don't, I don't give Roy much of a chance. Uh, how old's Roy now? Uh, I thought he was fifty-one. Uh, he's not, not uh, fifty-one, fifty-three. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they're fighting. To be honest with you, is, is it official? So. Fights made. Yeah, yeah it's official. They signed a contract for. Yes, they signed a contract for uh, uh, September twelfth. Yeah, Tyson. Oh, it's interesting. We openly winking, like, oh yeah, uh, exhibition, wink, wink, wink. Yeah, Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> wink, wink. Like sign right here, wink, wink, wink. You know, like I'll go easy, wink, wink, wink. He's got that little that little hoppity hop where he never breaks his stance. He goes body, body, head. He's got that double mm-hmm. double left jab to the body, then over the top of the right hand. Like he's gonna he's gonna press him. You know, mm-hmm. Roy needs to stay away. Roy's gonna have. I mean, one thing Roy depended on was his reflexes and his reactions, and those are usually the first to go when you. I mean, especially in your legs. And if Roy doesn't, I'm not sure Roy has the legs anymore to really get away from Tyson on a consistent basis. There may be times to where he he could put some matador footwork in, but I mean, to be honest, Roy. I mean, he he he. He was a very, very extremely athletic fighter. And when 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 your athleticism goes, you have to depend on game. Tyson always had game. He, now, uh, after, you know, when he started advancing his career and he lost Kevin Rooney, then he, he started not using his game. He tried to overwhelm guys. Where I really, really worry about Roy Jones is in the clinch. Tyson doesn't mind clinching a guy and sitting up there and just, you know, chipping away at him. Roy's not strong enough to hold Tyson and to stop him from, you know, moving his arms and doing what he wants to do in the clinch. Um, I can see Roy just getting mauled in the clinch and just getting wore out that way, wore down to the point to where he's, you know, that knockout shot's going to be easy. You know, since we're talking uh, – September. Uh, we also have uh, a, a brothers fight coming up: uh, Jamal Charles versus uh, Sergey uh, Devinchenko, and then Jamel is uh, doing uh, Rosario um, as an undercard. So, uh, I guess my first question would be, um, Z, what do you think uh, of the Jamel Charles versus uh, Sergey uh, Devinchenko? Um, well, this this is going to tell if Charlo is really the truth. Charlo has he, he has the power to to, to you know stunt Dervichenko at times. Um, and he he's bigger than Danny Jacobs as far as height. Outside of that, um, Dervichenko, I, I I mean this. Is, this, this, this is the, probably the toughest fight at middleweight you can make for Charlo. Um, I don't. I, I, it's going to be hard for him to beat Dervichenko. Dervichenko is he's a technician, and I've seen Charlo have trouble with technicians. He have trouble with Austin Trout. He's a lighter guy. Austin Trout is, is a good. He's a very very smart fighter, smart and athletic, but. He's small compared to Charlo. Um, Dervichenko is not, he's going to be small also, but not small to the degree of where he's not going to hold his own weight. Charlo, he has a puncher's chance. The the, uh, middleweight Charlo has a puncher's chance. The younger brother, or the other brother, the uh, 154-pounder, is going to be in for, I think, a tough fight, too. Um, Rosario, if, if I'm correct, he's the guy who uh, knocked J uh, Rock out. So, and so, I mean, and he's a big, he's a big, hard hitting guy. Not the most technical, but he's big and he does not mind throwing. He does not mind throwing. Now, Charlo, I mean, if, if Rosario's open, which, which he can be. And Charlo gets a shot, and Charlo hits hard enough at that weight to where he he, he could do things with one punch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, if I mean 
both Charlos, they're, they're good athletic fighters, but they're, they're, to me, they're just stiff. They're stiff, and they, they get a little uh, repetitive. One, two. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. You know, and they, they mm-hmm. throw everything hard. They don't va- it's not a whole bunch of variation to their punches. Everything coming at you is hard. They're very good condition to do that for, you know, for all fight long. But still, mm-hmm. when you're throwing everything hard, you're not really opening things up as much. You're not, you know, when you're not varying punches, you, you, you're letting uh, the other fighter know what clip you're coming at at all times. And you want to mix that up too, for the most part. Uh, so, uh, I mean, against Devacheco, oh, man. I, uh, uh, Devacheco, his footwork is phenomenal. Um, so, I mean, if, if Charlo can keep him at range on the end of his punches, it's, it, I, I would, it, that, that's going to benefit him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chris? That's a tough one. You know, again, we got the age factor in there. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot, a lot to consider. But Charlo's a big, mm-hmm. strong middleweight. I think he can come in at 165 with no problems. I don't think there's going to be a big gap in the weight difference. Uh, I think mm-hmm. Charlo hits hard enough to to give him a hard time. And uh, and and really, uh, well, I mean, he could he could he could really have a bad night. That guy, he, the loan checker, he can have a bad night very easily. Uh, you can't, you can't uh, say that uh, Charlo has no chance because he's fighting a light heavy. Because you're not fighting a normal light heavy. He's been beaten by middleweights before, and uh, uh, he's had some bad fights, and uh, you don't know who the hell is going to show up. So I give Charlo. I give him, uh, you know, I give him an outside shot at it. He's an awful big middleweight. I don't know how the hell he he ever fought at 154. He looks even bigger than uh, Hurd. You know, Hurd looks like a damn moose yeah, in the goodness. ring. Yeah. And and, uh, yeah. and the other guy, he, he looks big too. Charlo looks big. I'm still, I want to still want to get weighed on that scale that Hurd gets weighed on. I weigh about 135 pounds. Jesus Christ, he, his, his shoulders are back. He's he's a big guy. How the hell does he fight at, at what he does? I don't I don't know. You know, I, I mean, I, that amazes me that he. I watched the rerun last night of his one of his fights. He is about the biggest damn welterweight I ever saw. Now of course he's fighting, you know, up one fifty four, and he still looks big. Still looks huge. So I don't know. That's a tough tough pick. But I, mm-hmm. I give Charlo a chance. It's not going to be a runaway uh, uh, in odds in favor of uh, 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 Sergey, you know. So we'll see. It'll be an interesting fight because that, that kid looks like he's going to grow into a light heavyweight anyway. He's so damn big. He is strong. So, uh, you know, maybe this is a move up for him. Maybe if Cronello can do it, he can do it. You know, if Canelo can move up, he can move up. But he's much bigger than Canelo, much, much stronger. Yeah, he's big. So, so I think he's got a chance. Hey, um, did they sign? Did Bob, he, did, yeah, he did. So they they signed. They're they're, they're both fighting okay. on the uh, on the same card on, at nine twenty six in uh, Vegas. We got some good fights coming up. Yeah, some very good fights. Well, you, you got the one tonight. Then you got. Uh, um, well, let me get let me go over to uh, to Bob and ask him. Uh, Bob, what do you think of Israel versus uh, 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 Paulo uh, Castro on uh, UFC two thirty two fifty three? Israel Asanda versus Paulo Costa. <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. Okay, so. Uh, second time in UFC history that two undefeated men will fight in the UFC title. Um, so they're mm. they're matched up. Um, first time was uh, Rashad Evans uh, defended his title against uh, Loretta Machida um, mm-hmm. back in 2009. So, so this is this is uh, this is big stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Talking about UFC 253, uh, a couple UFCs away. Um, we're getting close, and that will be uh, amazing um, to see that. Now, again, it's 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 
you know, boxing starting to ramp back up. More sports are starting to ramp back up. But UFC has just been plugging away uh, the last four or five weeks in a row with just unbelievable matchups and fights. Um, they're, 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 um, I, I mean, I just watched a, a nice knockout. I mean, square to the head knockout, uh, Francisco Trinado, uh, beat Jai Herbert, um, hit him right in the button, like right square in the head. And, and, and those are the bad knockouts. The one that go, go in the head and then right in the square in the head. Like it's, it's one thing if you touch a button like uh, the chin or temple or, or chin or base of the neck, but when you go out just from a, a straight skull shot, like these guys are crushing it, and there's been some amazing mashups lately. So, um, um, yeah, that that, that uh, I, Dana White is again, you know, he's out there, he's 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 making these matchups, he's getting the uh, you know the people talking smack online to 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 to, to, to match mm-hmm. up. Um, he, he's bringing in the viewers, um, trying to grab those fans that that have nothing else to watch. Um, UFC is on fire right now. I, I, I got nothing to, yeah, I mean, I, nothing but good things to say right now. Mm-hmm. Now, are, will they be doing it at Fight Island or will they be doing it in Abu Dhabi? Because he seems to be going to Abu Dhabi for most of his fights he, at this point. He right now, um, after a couple of weeks ago, a controversial uh, decision um, in fights with the with the with the, the refs on Fight Island. Like I, I think mm-hmm. he's going to end up replacing all those refs. Uh, he he don't like how it's coming out, you know, um, mm-hmm. with with the BS. Um, so uh, back and forth between Abu Dhabi, you know, again Abu Dhabi, he gets he gets free reign because those guys over there, mm-hmm. those coaches or whatever, they they just pay top dollar to have the UFCs over there and the fights over there. And and I know guys from back in the day, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Josh Barnett. Um, people that have completely defected and 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 mm-hmm. you know completely to Russia and they just do a little fight in Abu Dhabi because Abu Dhabi's got tons of money. So the fight island mm-hmm. thing is a way for Dana to get around uh, the, uh, the the American rules and still be here in America. But Abu Dhabi is not you know that far off his radar because again they kind of set the rules they want over there. They've got that money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See what do you think? I totally agree with Bob. Uh, I think that um, Dana, he's he's a businessman. He's a businessman, and I'll tell you that UFC kind of trying to come back first. That 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 gave uh, gave him a leg up on on everything right now. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I mean, that's so right now. I mean, he's dealing with a businessman. He's going to go where it's financially feasible. It's as simple mm-hmm. as that. Fight Island, uh, to me, seems like um, it, 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 it'll cost a little bit. I mean, he's not going to generate. He's going to probably have to put out a little bit more to where I would doubt he's going to be accommodated. And at this stage, I mean, you could, I mean he's, he's a businessman wants to be, you know, as far as financially, want, definitely want to be financially accommodated. Mm-hmm. Bob, what about uh, Figueroa versus uh, Benavidez? Um, that's Figueroa Oh yeah, tonight. That's that. That's the show I'm watching now. Um, oh okay. So, um, no, no, that actually that actually just happened. Um, that happened on I think on Wednesday, uh, the 18th. But mm-hmm. uh, Figueroa versus Benavidez, that was awesome. Uh, ended up in a submission uh, final. Um, it didn't. I mean, uh, Figueroa was nineteen and one. Uh, Benavidez was twenty-eight and seven. So coming in, um, you know, again, Dana White's done a really good job matching up. You know, grapplers to grapplers, strikers to strikers, and making the most uh, uh, interesting cards he can possibly put together right now. And and both for ESPN Plus and for fight nights, you know, on Saturdays and stuff. Um, and, and his UFC cards are, you know, pay-per-view are still doing well. So that was a great fight. Um, and, and, and total great, uh, matchup. Uh, Benavides, you know, he got those two knockdowns, um, got in there. I mean, they're, they're not striking a lot. Um, it happened, you know, in the first round, at the end of the first round, um, only like 40, uh, strikes from either or 20 strikes from the other. Um, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of strikes. Um, but then just 
jump right down into some uh, submission grappling. And, and again, you know, we were talking a couple of weeks ago about the grappling, you know, wash your jock, wash your clothes, guys, we smell you. Um, but, you know, when, when you're jumping up on someone's chest and, and you're, you know, you're rolling around for those, those uh, submission skills, those that don't know any better think it's a boring fight, but there's a lot of beautiful stuff that's happening when those two bodies are touching like that. Mm-hmm. Balance control, attempts, um, setups. I mean, you know, it doesn't look as exciting, you know, you know, come, come a boxer, you know, you maybe come out, you know, jab, jab, cross, jab, jab, cross, jab, jab, cross, just to see what that guy's going to do to react. So you can counter and switch things up. Now I'm going to go jab, jab, you know, lead uppercut cross, you know, I'm going to sneak something in there. I'm going to set a pattern to break a pattern. I'm going to look for a pattern to bust a pattern. Well, all of that stuff is happening on the ground. Just, you know, when you're chest to chest, I mean, the balance and control, um, where your knees are placed, how you're setting this stuff up. Mm-hmm. If you're going to swing for an arm bar or, or, or a choke um, or even, you know, even a leg lock, um, there, there's, you know, how many joints to the body versus how many ways to set it up to bend it the way it's not supposed to go. So, and again, that's where I love, um, you know, these fights uh, developing into that kind of stuff because the, to the layman, you know, that's they're, they're looking on from the crowd and doesn't, you know, they're, they're a boxing fan. And I get it. They're like, oh, these two guys are grappling on the ground and they're hugging and it doesn't look like much. But there's, there's a lot of setups. There's a lot of, of um, feints. There's a lot of things going on to set this stuff up. You can't just go grab a limb from somebody and take it from them. <laughs> And people don't. I mean, that, that's the thing with uh, when when you're grappling, all it takes is a little shift in in weight, a little shift right here, a little slip by the body right here. It, it, it's real. It's the nuances of it. Um, what people don't understand and it's different about. I don't care really what organization and and, and when you deal with uh, mixed martial arts, you don't go undefeated. If you go undefeated, you're probably automatically a Hall of Famer, especially in the UFC where the matchups, you're going to be matched up tough. You're going to have to defend your title against guys coming at you all the time. You don't get the luxury of padding your, your record for the most part. So, I mean, if, if you don't, in boxing, it's a little different. But US, um, once you get to, especially the UFC, guys, if you, I mean, guys are going to lose. And that's, I mean, that's part of the sport. That's not even the sport. That's part of the competition. That they they don't mind putting that L on their record, but they keep they keep going. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, uh, um, there was a, a a female fight um, earlier in the week. Uh, we had Celisa uh, Estrada versus uh, Miranda Atkins. Both of them were. Uh, Undefeated going into the uh, into the fight, but uh, at exactly seven <laughs> seven seconds into the first round, uh, there was a KO, and uh, Estrada walked away with the win. So uh, we want to uh, send our best wishes out to her, and uh, anybody who dates her, you better watch yourself. Uh, <laughs> right? <yeah. laughs> hey, let me okay. Let's get into to, to the – if Ty was – I'd love to have Ty here right now because he loves to do the business end. All right. Now, all of a sudden, um, Canelo Alvarez has uh, found that um, there's a clause in his, uh, his contract with Dazen that um, for his next fight, they can offer him whatever money they want, higher or lower. He didn't know that. I guess he, somebody didn't look at the contract very close because they want to lower uh, the amount of money that they're going to pay him to fight uh, Callum Smith. Now, they've already offered Callum Smith $5 million. Um, and uh, I guess that uh, – I don't know how they could justify giving uh, uh, Canelo uh, a whole lot more than that. Uh, when uh, Although uh, his fight with uh, – now they've already signed a, a trilogy for a, a May 21st of next year uh, with Triple G, and he's going to get 45 million for the fight, and Triple G is going to get 30 million for the fight. 
um, I guess uh, my question is um, in the first one, uh, Alvarez versus uh, Smith. Uh, what do you think on that one, Z? Um, well, first, I mean, I, I asked, uh, he, if I'm correct, Canelo beat Liam Smith, his brother, uh, mm-hmm. a little while ago, before he fought uh, Golovkin at middleweight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's going to be a tough fight. I mean, Canelo and um, Smith is 168, if I'm correct, so he's, he's yeah. super middle. Um mm-hmm. And Canelo right now, he he's he's filled out. He's filling out to where certain kind of guys, you know, at one sixty or one like one sixty eight. I'm I'm confident. I'm a bit more confident in Canelo. Now, obviously, he moved up in 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 not Kovalev's out at one seventy five, but that's not a weight that I think Canelo really can sustain. Smith is uh-huh. a long guy. He's long, and he he can box. Mm-hmm. Smith is not. I mean, he he can box. Smith will also he he can dog it out fight too, he, and he he doesn't mm-hmm. mind sometimes doing that. That could be his undoing. <laughs> that could be his undoing. Mm-hmm. If Smith could keep it disciplined all fight long and keep keep it on the outside, then he, mm-hmm. he's going to give Canelo problems. He's going to mm-hmm. give Canelo problems. Smith's a big guy. I mean, he's not. I mean, he's he's a pretty good puncher. To be honest, too. I mean, he's not. You know, one punch gets you out of there, but he's a, he's a very respectable hitter. Um, so Canelo's not going to be able to just steamroll and take his shots. Not that Canelo does that. As far as the business end, if, if, um, the zone wants to keep Canelo. They want to keep him happy. It's as simple as that. So I, I have no doubt that they're going you know, to you know, do something good with the figures in his estimation. Mm-hmm. Chris? I'm staggering by that figure he just threw out there. How many million is he going to get get for that fight? Fifty-four. Uh, no, uh, yeah, with with uh, Triple G, he's going to get forty-five million, and Triple wow. G is going to get thirty million. Dude, not a damn money. I didn't think they were fighting for that kind of money. And then the other guy was fighting for big money. You said Smith. His name is what's his name? Yeah. yeah. Kellen Smith. Smith. Yeah, he's fighting for $5 million for uh, his fight uh, in two weeks with uh, uh, Alvarez, if it comes off. Now, they're they're talking about the possibility of uh, that fight being replaced with the uh, Roy uh, Jones-Tyson fight. So, Mm. you know, I'm not really sure where where it's going at this point, but either way – on the one fight, I think he's getting a hell of a lot of uh, money. The other one, I, I think the, if they're going that kind of money, I think they probably should have bring Smith up a little bit. But uh, we'll see, I guess, what they're going to give uh, Alvarez. Canelo's the draw. He, he's, the, he's the A-side. He's the draw. Mm-hmm. And right now, he's, he's the biggest draw in boxing. So, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, and they're talking about giving Smith $5 million. I mean, if they get that's like a, that's, I mean, that's great. That's wonderful. I mean, if, if, if your name is not like Mayweather or, or Alvarez, you know, it, it's, I mean, it's not easy to get five million as a boxer. I mean, it's very, very difficult. I mean, any profession is hard to get five million, especially as, as a fighter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, Bob, you, you've often said that uh, you'd like to make that kind of a uh, uh, a purse when you were fighting. Just one time. Just one time. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need is one time, right? Just <laughs> one time. Like, Jesus, it's the boxing money. Like, <clears throat> any of the UFC guys, like, you hear a million dollars, like, what? What? Seven zeros? Like, what? Yeah. You know, I've had my skull crushed in for thousands of dollars. You know what I mean? My mm-hmm. nose, I would right. call my Roman nose because it roams all over my face. <laughs> when, they put it, when they put it in different places, you know what I mean? At, yeah, thousands of dollars. A million? Are you kidding me? Yep. These guys. Yep. Ah. But 
but but but you know it all comes down to that they've got so many different promotions and the and the and the financial backing for each promotion versus the the UFC is like monopolizing. Um, you know they won't let anybody else get big to compete with them to pay fighters what they're worth, and and so it's sad. But you know one of these days, one of these days we'll see. Dude, you put six zeros behind. I'll come out of retirement right now. <laughs> I'll let Tyson knock me out for six zeros. <laughs> you, the, the, now here's another one I, I want to ask you guys about. Uh, anybody just uh, chime in on this one? Tank Davis is going against uh, Leo Santa Cruz for uh, the title, uh, the NBA um, uh, boxing title, at either 130 or 135. Uh, it's going to be on Showtime, October 4th, uh, October 24th. I guess the question is, uh, well, there's, there's a couple questions, and I'll, I'll get to the second question afterwards. But, uh, I, um, Chris, what do you think on that fight? Tank Davis versus uh, Leo Santa Cruz. Well, Santa Cruz has one style. You can only fight one way. And uh, I'm just trying to compare styles now. I mean, it's, you know, uh, I'm, I, I'm, I don't know who's got the advantage. Um, mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen uh, David much that much of him. Uh, are we talking about the guy from Baltimore? Yeah, Devontae Davis. Yeah. Yep. Devontae Davis, the left-hander, the little left-hander. Yeah. Yeah, Colton Tech. The hard puncher. He punches pretty hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I truly think uh, they're going to come in at what weight? They're either going to fight at 130 or 135. Then the bigger man will be Dave Davis. Will be the bigger. He'll be the bigger, stronger man. Right. Right. Uh, You know, Santa Cruz. uh, I don't know. I I I give uh, I give uh, Davis uh, an edge on that fight. Even though I really Uh like Santa Cruz, I'm going to give Davis the edge. From what I've seen, I give him the edge. See what's your thoughts. Um, I can see why Dr. Chris thinks that. Uh, Tank, he, he looks impressive, but <laughs> Santa Cruz is is a technical monster. He's go, he's going to be longer than Tank. He's going to be lighter, but he's going to be longer. Um, that kind of doesn't mean anything because Santa Cruz does not mind going inside and fighting, and he's very good at it. If, I'm going to say this much. It, I think Tank could bag some early rounds. I think Tank, he, he has his explosion could get him some early rounds. Um, if he doesn't get Santa Cruz out of there, Tank, Tank's gonna he's 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 gonna have problems. He's gonna have physical problems because Santa Cruz he likes to reel you in, and Tank is not one to move his feet as much as he's not a he, he's an explosive guy, but he's not a technical foot guy as much. And that really, a lot of it, it has to do with the southpaw. I mean, he, he's explosive out of a southpaw. And a lot of times it's hard. You know, I don't, even with the foot position, I mean, if a southpaw is explosive, they can explode that foot on the outside real quick and get their shot off. That, so that kind of makes it difficult against a lot of people. But he doesn't have Lomachenko footwork. So he's not going to steer you. He's not going to do that. He's more straight at you. Santa Cruz um, is going to have problems with, with his speed and explosion. But later on, if, if, if Tank doesn't you know, get him out of there or if he doesn't back enough early rounds, he's going to lose the later rounds. I mean, I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I just really don't see him not getting reeled in if, if he doesn't you know, get Santa Cruz out of there. Just because I've seen Santa Cruz fight technically better people. You know, maybe not as hard-hitting as explosive, but he's dealt with power. He's also dealt with speed. He's dealt with skill. And he's dealt with all of them successfully. So, I mean, Tank hasn't seen the level of competition that Santa Cruz has seen. And Santa Cruz isn't totally, you know, terribly old. He's not an old fighter. So mm-hmm. I, I, I would have to lean towards Santa Cruz just off of experience. Okay. Now, to to add a little, little uh, 
mystery to that. Um, this afternoon, um, uh, when was it? Uh, Tiafino Le- Le- Lopez came out and said that uh, he doesn't think there's any way in hell that uh, Tank Davis is going to make 135. Which is exactly what uh, you just said, Chris. Uh, he said to, it's very hard for him to get down, and he doesn't think that he'll make the make the weight. But uh, so um, that just throws another uh, little thing in there. But uh, yeah, and the other guy's I, I small. Get, Santa Cruz, yeah. he, he's a he, he's coming up from a lighter division. He's lighter, the, the smaller bone man. Yeah, yeah, he's a smaller yeah. bone man. I've seen him fight yeah. less as him, you know, handle. Wayne Morris a couple of times. He could be impressive, but he's going to be dealing with a powerhouse. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's a, if that's a good fight for him or not. I guess he got to make yeah. money. Who the hell else he yeah. want to fight? That would that would be a big yeah, draw. That yeah. would be a big draw. Yeah. Roy Jones yeah. has to make money too. <laughs> yeah. Poor Roy. Roy better watch Roy. it. Yeah, tonight, uh, I couldn't. I remember now who uh, uh, Virgil Ortiz is going to play. It's going to be uh, Sam Vargas tonight at uh, eight o'clock on Dazen. If anybody's interested, um, and uh, yeah, that that. What do you think on that one, uh, Z? I just haven't haven't heard of Sammy Vargas for a minute. Mhm. Mhm. Bob, you got anything on that? No, not on that one. Boxing. Okay. Yeah. Chris, anything? Same thing. I, I haven't okay. seen either one of those guys that much to have an opinion on it. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes I just miss their fight. I haven't seen much of those guys. I don't know who the hell to pick off the pass. I wanna, I'll give it, let Zito make the decision on that one. You know? <laughs> I give the floor up to Zito. Let him let him uh, pick. <laughs> well, I mean, Sammy, I, I'm I'm familiar with Sammy Vargas. He, 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 Me either. He's good. Mm-hmm. He's a very, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not familiar with either one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not familiar with the others. Okay. Mm. Well, our last uh, last one here is. Uh, you know, there's been so much on uh, social media, and so many people are getting really getting crushed. They're they're uh, for stupid things they're saying on social media. But one of the dumbest things I've ever seen is Billy Joe Saunders just got fined nineteen thousand dollars by the British Boxing Commission because he got on and made a, a some uh, FS uh, Facebook thing. Uh, a tongue-in-cheek thing about how to control your women, and there was such a uh, backlash on that that the, the commission decided they were they were hitting him hard and they hit him with a, a nineteen thousand dollar fine. So uh, I hope he gets another fight so he can pay that stupid thing. But uh, it just goes to show you we don't want to. How the hell can they do that, not? Frank? I mean, you're allowed to talk on social media. You want to say something stupid? What gives them the right to find it? I mean, what, what gives them the right to find a guy? He wants to be an moral idiot. Turpitude. Let him be an idiot. Yeah, it still comes under the moral turpitude contract of their contract. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Is it affecting? He hasn't fought. He always says he's going to fight, and he never, it, it never comes right. through. I mean, where the hell is he hiding? What's, what's he living on? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A guy got to fight once in a while, make some damn money. But I don't like sure. him getting fined just because he said that. Yeah. You know, he says something stupid, so you get fined yeah. for it now on the social media? Yep. What the hell is that? The free wait, country to say something are. smart and to say something dumb. You know? Yep. So what? Yep. 2020. It used to be sticks and yep. stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That is not yeah. true to they are destroying yep. comedy. You can't even say jokes because yeah. they offend somebody. Yep. That's the whole point right. of jokes. Right. I mean, I don't know what this guy did or what he, you know, what he said or whatnot. But I mean, people got to quit taking everything so seriously. Mm-hmm. 
That's why I like fighters. You know, all of us. Doesn't matter what you say. The worst, the worst is going to happen is your best friend's going to smack you in the jaw later. Like it's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. at least we get to be honest. You know, sure. we get to be honest with each other because the worst that's going to happen in any verbal conflict is a fight. And fighters are like, mm-hmm. that's practice. <laughs> <laughs> that's <Yeah>. cool. That's <laughs> cool. There, there, there's nothing wrong with getting smacked in the jaw for a fighter, but everyone else, like, oh my god, world is ending. You said something yep. that, that hurt my feelings. Yep. Well, guys, we're up against our uh, our time limit here. Uh, I want to thank uh, Bob. Thank you for all your preparation again. Ha- please have a safe trip. Uh, everybody knows that uh, Bob's uh, leaving for uh, the West Coast uh, in the very near future, and. Uh, we're going to take uh, next week off because uh, Dr. Frank has uh, accepted a new position and has to move, so I've got to go up and help him, so I'm not going to be back in time to nice. show. But, uh, um, but Bob, again, uh, please have a safe trip, and uh, I'll catch up with you uh, during the week just to check on you. Uh, yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. And let it be known to all the people, that uh, our fans, that uh, Sturgis, they moved. I had my tickets booked for the uh, – uh, the pro boxing fight on Saturday, um, but they moved the event to Tuesday. That's the day I'm leaving, so I won't get to see that. I, w- I really wish I could have covered that uh, and give you guys some highlights on that. But um, with the COVID thing, their uh, schedules are changing all you know every day with everything. Um, I'm just happy to finally get off the East Coast here and and go try out the West Coast for a while. Um, um, yeah, so pretty much most of August will be in transit. I got to drive myself across and come back and get the wife. Um, but I'll be on any time that I can, I, I can, uh, figure it out with my schedule. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chris, uh, hope everything goes well. You're going back up to, to Penn this week. Yeah, I do. I, I get a, I get a, uh, a COVID test Monday and then Penn mm-hmm. is going to admit me for two days to run the, uh, Tablets to see how I react. They put me on a heart monitor, and then they'll they'll see how I react. So with a little luck, uh, that if that uh, you know AFib goes away, uh, yeah, I'll be able to you know live, live like a normal human being rather than uh, you know a guy that's totally out of shape. I uh, right. this heat's killing me up here. This guy sure. is this is eighty five is is eighty five is hot. But it's ninety ninety five now, ninety six in my car, right. ninety seven. Right. That makes it hard for me to breathe, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting rid of the AFib. I hope the hell this drug works. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to yeah. get back to hitting the speed bag and doing something fast rather than uh, moving like a snail all the time. You know, so we'll yeah. see. I keep my well. fingers crossed. All yeah, right, Sharon's guys. Had you on the Sharon's got you on the prayer yeah. line at, uh, in the diocese, so I think everything will come along. Yeah. Good luck, Chris. I'll, all right, I'll, guys. I'll talk to you during the talk week. To you, talk to you in two weeks, then, all right? Yes. All right, all right. Take care. See you. Right, take care. See you, guys. Uh, sure do. Uh, I want to thank Bob. Wish him a safe trip. I want to thank Dr. Chris. Uh, wish him well and wish him health. And he shows definitely a memory of Bob and Coach Mel. And if anyone wants to hear any fighting words, please do call. Uh, I want to thank uh, Z and Ty. Always are very, very much up on uh, on the sport. And, and uh, Z, it's uh, it's always a pleasure to, to talk to you each and every week. And I hope you and the family are doing well, and your mom's doing well. And um, we're looking forward to hopefully getting up there uh, again uh, in the near future um, to see you guys. So. Uh, with that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, these programs are brought to you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation to the men and women of the United States Armed Forces and the men and women police and fire services. When you're out there and you see somebody in uniform, please acknowledge them. These are very tough times, both locally and in domestic, domestically for anyone in uniform, which includes doctors, nurses, uh, and auxiliary staff at the hospital, uh, first responders, and uh, even security guards are considered as a first responder. So, uh, Please uh, just let them know that you're there. there. Just a wink or a handshake, whatever. Uh, these programs are dedicated to those who have lost their lives in the line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman David Curtis, Patrolman Jeffrey Colcap, 
uh, Patrolman Jeffrey Ta- uh, Yasowitz, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Ricky Childers, San Diego Officer Mike Handler, New- Lieutenant Mike Zerba, Newcastle County Police, Patrol- Patrolman Anafa Crispin, Lakeland PD, Chief Al Hogo, Longwood Key Police Department, Jimmy F- Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department, Highway Patrolman Alonzo Moses, Philadelphia Highway Patrol, Highway Patrolman Brian Lazaro, Philadelphia Highway Patrol, Highway Patrolman Brian Murphy, Plymouth Township, PA Highway Patrol, Lieutenant Bob Neary, Philadelphia Fire Department, Sergeant Mike Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department, Deputy Chief Deputy Jonathan Scott Pine, Orange County Sheriff's Department, Patrolman Robert Germain, Windermere, Florida Police Department, Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol, Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department, Patrolman Charlie Condit, Carpet Springs Police Department, Hillsborough County Deputy Sheriff Charlie Cotlow, Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia, Fire, Philadelphia Police Department, uh, Delaware State Troopers, Sergeant Rodney Bond, Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Jerry Ficus, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Ardeth Hope, Wilmington Fire Department, FDLE Special Inspector Vinny Galaccio, Delaware State Trooper Corporal Stephen Ballard, uh, <coughs> Kissimmee uh, Patrol Officer Matt Baxter, Kissimmee Sergeant Sam Baxter, um, Sam Howard, Captain Matt Letourneau, Philadelphia Fire Department, Deputy Bill Gentry, Highland County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Clay Zerber, Clay County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Natalie Corona, L.A. County Sheriff's Department, Deputy April Rodriguez, uh, Pasco County Sheriff's Department, Officer Bob McKetchen, Biloxi, Kentucky Police Department, Trooper Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol, my brothers and sisters. So there you may be 10-7 at this point in time. Sometime will be 10-10 at the table of the Lord. Until that time, may the roads rise up to meet you. May the winds be always at your back. May the rains fall softly on your fields and the sunshine light light on your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your families always in the hallow of his hands. Good night. God bless and have a great week.
dispatched in 1999. County dispatched in 1999. County dispatched in 1999. All units be advised, 1999 is responded to his last emergency. May God rest his soul.